Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. Welcome to the third season of Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. According to the New York Daily News, nearly 60 U.S. children die each year from choking. Every day over the past decade, about 34 U.S. children per day go to the emergency room after choking on food. Researchers found that candy was the most common culprit, although choking on hot dogs, nuts, and seeds most often require children to be hospitalized. When Dr. Gary Smith and his colleagues analyzed injury surveillance data covering 2001 through 2009, they found that babies one year old and younger accounted for about 38% of all childhood ER visits for choking on food. Many of those infants choked on formula or breast milk. Choking is only one reason to know infant CPR. According to EMC CPR and safety training, here are some other reasons why a baby's heartbeat and breathing may stop and CPR might need to be administered. Suffocation, severe asthma, poisoning, near drowning, head trauma, electrical shock, smoke inhalation, obstructive apnea, and sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS. This website also states that infants don't usually need CPR for the same reasons that adults do. While adults usually require CPR due to sudden cardiac arrest, children and infants tend to require resuscitation because of a respiratory issue that leads to cardiac arrest. CPR restores blood flow to the brain, heart, and other vital organs. Without oxygen-rich blood flowing to vital organs, permanent brain damage could occur after just four minutes, and death could occur in four to six minutes. CPR also restores breathing until advanced life support can be given. CPR is most successful when it is performed as soon as possible. You should only perform CPR when there are no signs of life or an infant is unconscious, unresponsive, or not breathing normally. According to Medline Plus, a Heimlich maneuver is not recommended for use on an infant. Infant CPR is a better course of action if an infant is choking or not breathing properly. Considering the number of deaths that occur due to choking, the fact that about 1,500 children drown each year in the United States, that's the second leading cause of injury-related deaths in infants. 
The fact that accidental suffocation in bed is a leading cause of injury-related death in infants, and the fact that all three of these conditions might have a different result than death if CPR can be administered its time, is why our show today, Saving a Life with Infant CPR, is something we simply have to discuss. Our guests today are Ryan and Tara Eland. Ryan and Tara met in college at Arizona State University in Tempe, Arizona. After college, they married and started their career journey. Tara dove into the creative agency world, managing brands, websites, and other communication for clients. Ryan dove into the commercial real estate industry in Arizona, but soon realized that it wasn't for him. After a period of time, he found himself as a manager of an online education company. Then, in December of 2011, Ryan and Tara welcomed their first child, Adeline, into the world. They continued working on their careers and simultaneously learned the art of raising a child. Adeline changed the career path for both of them. This happened within her first year of life. In July of 2012, Adeline choked on a piece of apple, and Tara was forced to rescue her by following the techniques a nurse friend recommended in passing. This incident made them face the reality that as parents, they were woefully unprepared for a CPR or choking emergency. And if they were unprepared, other parents probably were as well. So in the fall of 2012, they started working on www.infantcpr.com. This is an online CPR training website for parents and other caregivers. They launched the website in October of 2013 and have been working to spread the word. What began as a small side project has quickly turned into a viable business. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, Tara. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm so excited to be talking to you today because even though I learned infant CPR because my son was born with a heart defect and we had to know that before we took him home from the hospital, I had no idea how many different problems might necessitate doing infant CPR on a baby. Absolutely. I think it's more common that people need to know infant CPR and choking relief than anybody has any idea. Things can come about that. Ultimately, that's unexpected. Being a parent, you have to expect the unexpected. And um, mm-hmm. and for that reason, we all need to know infant CPR. Well, it must have been so terrifying for you to see Adeline choking. So had your nurse friend taught you the CPR before, or how did that work out? Yes, actually, one of my friends, she happens to be a labor and delivery nurse. I was at a mom's group with her, and we happened to be on the topic of discussing choking CPR and the things that can happen to a child that, as mothers, we need to be prepared for. And I happened to ask her, you know, what would I do in that kind of a situation? And she didn't go through CPR training with me, but what she did do is she showed me on one of the babies there how to do back blows so that I would know how to dislodge an object if it was lodged in my child's throat. And thank God that she did that because otherwise when the unexpected happened, I wouldn't have known what to do. Wow. So this was just a hypothetical question that you asked a Mm -hmm. friend, never Mm -hmm. expecting that you would actually end up having to use it on your own baby. Exactly, and you hope you never have to use it on your own baby. I think that's one of the main reasons that a lot of people don't end up learning CPR is you just hope with all your heart that you'd never be put in one of those situations. Right, right. So you ended Mm -hmm. up lifting the baby up and patting her on the back to dislodge the Mm -hmm. food, so you didn't Mm -hmm. even end up having to take breaths for her or to actually do the CPR where you're making her heart beat. Her heart never stopped beating, right? It never stopped beating, but I can tell you that with how quickly things happen, she did turn blue, 
and I went into mm-hmm. that zone where you just respond out of an automatic place that you either know what you need to do or you don't. And had I been in that situation where I hadn't happened to talk to my friend about what I would have to do, and had I been watching my baby turn blue and not have known that I needed to flip her over and give her back blows and how exactly to do that, I would have had a hard time forgiving myself, I think, and I'm just so thankful that I have friends that we were at the right place at the right time, and I happened to learn before that situation happened. And my daughter, additionally, she choked a few times. That first time, I was thankful that I knew what to do, but it happened a number of times thereafter, and it's just amazing. You just think, oh, maybe it'll happen once, or I'm sure it won't happen to my child, but it happened multiple times to my child personally. So I can imagine how many times it happens to the community around us, and we don't have any idea how frequent that is mm-hmm. until you have the baby turning blue in your own arms. Right, right. And it's mm-hmm. so terrifying when your baby goes from pink to blue and is gasping for air and you don't know what to do. So you're right. Yeah. The fact that your nurse friend showed you what to do and the amount of force to use to dislodge something in a baby. I mean, you still have to be careful that babies are so tiny and they're mm-hmm. so fragile. You don't want to break anything while you're trying to save their lives. So you do have to use a certain mm-hmm. amount of force and yet you have to show a certain amount of restraint as well. And I think that's why practicing or at least seeing how somebody else did it, it gave you an idea. There are no coincidences. This happened to you for a reason. You asked your friend and she was able to show you. And I do think there are some children, just like there are some children who are prone to have asthma, there are some children who are prone to choking or who are very curious and put a lot of things in their mouth when they shouldn't be, and so they might choke on it. So I do think this is the kind of skill that every parent or any person who spends time with young children really needs to know. I couldn't believe but, how many children go to the emergency room every day due to choking. So why don't you tell us, do you think that your infant CPR course is something that every parent should learn? Absolutely. Like I said, I think that you hope when you have a child that nothing bad will happen, but the reality is that something could happen at any moment, and if you're not prepared, you just don't want to live with that. And I think what our infant CPR course does is it provides parents with that confidence that if they are in that situation, they have the skills, they have the knowledge to be confident and do what needs to be done. Even if that is a pretty hard back blow on a pretty delicate baby, they know how hard to hit that back. They know where to hit that back, and they know that they're doing everything they possibly can given that horrible situation to help their child. Of course, knowing when to bring medical assistance in, knowing what point to start doing those back blows, it isn't even when the child is choking. The scariest part of it is my child was blue and Their eyes get wide and they look desperate. Mm -hmm. And for her, she completely stopped breathing. There was no noise. And I know Mm. that that is the situation that happens before the child passes out and needs CPR. So I was luckily able to help her out with just the backflows, but in a few more seconds, it could have gone to the next level as well. So our courses, we do teach CPR, but we also teach choking relief, and both of those go hand in hand. They really are necessary for every parent because I'm sorry, but there are going to be items in your house that you don't remove, and a crawler will pick it up, and (laughs) even though you do everything within your ability to remove those items, there's going to be something in your house that they can find. Then in addition to that, kids kids are trying new foods, and as a parent, you are... Mm -hmm 
taking him through that experience, but getting them to learn how to eat is kind of a trial and error thing where they will try (laughs) eating something. Sometimes they might choke. Um, Watching them closely to know, okay, do I need to aid them in a significant way or can I just let them work through this on their own? There is a delicate balance there. So what we're hoping to do with our course is just make sure that CPR is something that every parent who has a child, every caregiver who has children in their care will know the basics. They will know Mm -hmm. exactly what to do when the situations come about. And they're not going to be practicing on dummies with our instructions, but they will have it in their brain, and you can revisit our courses regularly so that you can refresh your memory as often as needed. And if that is in there really, really good, you will know what to do when the time comes. Right. I think that's excellent. I think the fact that people can go back on their schedule when it's convenient Mm -hmm. for them and watch it again and just refresh their memory because if you're not in a medical setting, you Mm -hmm. might not have occasion to use it on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Let's hope our children aren't choking all the time. (laughs) You know, this is something that happens occasionally, and it's easy when you're in a panic situation to not know what to do, to freeze. But if you've watched that video several times, then that will help you to remember. And there's nothing that says that you can't also take a CPR course at your local hospital. I know the Red Cross Mm -hmm. offers classes. I know our local children's hospital offers classes. And so I just think the more educated we are and the more we remind ourselves about how to save a life, the better the chances are if we're put in an emergency situation that we can actually do something to help someone. Right. And I think one of the main reasons we started this class is that online resources are so readily available to parents mm-hmm. and to people who don't have the ability to go to a hospital or maybe they've gone to the hospital, they know the basics, but they need a refresher. We want to make sure that the excuse for parents is not, I ran out of time. The excuse isn't, just wasn't working with my schedule, I can't afford a babysitter. There are a whole list of reasons why it's hard for parents to learn about CPR and choking relief, and we want to help them so that not only do they have access to the material, but we know that it's the most up-to-date techniques and that they can revisit as often as they need a lot of classes that are offered. You do need to go to the hospital, and we are absolutely all for hospital training. But what is special about our classes, being that it's online, we have the unique luxury of offering it to parents that they can come back watch the videos over and over. They can take the test over and over again to make sure that they understand the material and that they can read through all of the curriculum. And if we've added something new, they can go and refresh their memories and look to see if there's anything new that they've missed. I really think that even if you take a course, that our classes are a great asset to parents and caregivers just so that they can go to a reliable source and refresh their memories. Well, I am so excited that you all have made this available. We do need to take a quick commercial break, but don't leave yet. Up next, we'll be talking to Tara's husband, Ryan, about what made him decide to start his own business of making infant CPR available on the Internet and what services are available when we return to Heart to Heart with Anna. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect, or CHD, community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, 
The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today our topic is saving a life with infant CPR, and today's guests are Ryan and Tara Eland. We just finished talking with Tara about her experience with her daughter choking and the need for caregivers to know infant CPR. And now we'll turn our attention to Tara's husband, Ryan. I'm so excited to have you on the show today, Ryan. So welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna. Hi, thank you. Anna, how are you? I'm doing great. I just had so much fun talking with Tara, and so now we get to hear your side of the story. I think it's always great when there's a couple that's working on a company or working in a company together to see how each of them is working on that company. Clearly, Tara is great at being a spokesperson for you and and helping you Mm -hmm. to get the word out about your company, but why don't you tell me how it is that you went from being in the educational online world to Mm -hmm. starting this company where you're teaching infant CPR. Beginning of 2012, I started working for a company and they did online medical education. So what they did is ACLS, BLS, and PALS, and that stands for Advanced Cardiac Life Support, Basic Life Support, and Pediatric Advanced Life Support. And those are way more advanced certifications that doctors, nurses, EMTs, and all sorts of people in the medical community need to have. So that's where I kind of learned the power of this and understanding that I kind of saw this power to go, wow, you know, we can actually create a platform and bring this education and this training to a place where I've never been able to go before. And that is through this online leveraging the power of the Internet and the online education to be able to do that. So Tara kind of explained what happened with our daughter Adeline and it was kind of a meeting of a couple worlds where we saw this need and I was working for this website and thought, well, you know what, I might be able to kind of bring what I learned from this website and make this available to parents. And that's so key because I think, like Tara said, a lot of what's available online is not for parents, not for caregivers. It's specifically for medical professionals. And so there's a lot of assumed knowledge that the current online CPR training programs provide, they're assuming that you're a doctor, they're assuming that you're a nurse, that you work in an EMT. So the coursework is very, very short, very cursory, and good for them, but it's not ideal for parents. So we decided let's really create something that teaches CPR and teaches the medical background and actually helps people to understand how are you going to feel in those moments. Part of our curriculum, we have a section that talks about mental preparation. When you're in that moment, your adrenaline is going to be going we kind of try to think through all the different things that somebody who's not around this on a daily basis needs to know and would be helpful to know. That's basically how I got into it. And this is so important in my community. The community that we serve, especially with this radio show, is families who are dealing with children with congenital heart defects. And so we have to take an infant CPR class before we go home. However, a lot of times you're in the hospital. Usually they have you do that just a couple of days before you go home or the day that you go home. And there are a lot of things that are going through your mind. So being able to go back at your leisure to review and maybe even learn more in depth what it is Mm -hmm. that you need to do for not just for infant CPR, which in our children's cases, there's more of a likelihood that something could go wrong with the heartbeat and that you would actually have Mm -hmm. to do the CPR because the heart stops beating. But you know what? Our kids are just as likely to be choking victims, just like your little girl Mm -hmm. was. And they didn't really talk to us about choking. It was all about CPR. It was all about what to do if the heart stops beating. So I think your educational program that you have actually serves multiple purposes. 
Yes, and to speak to that, I think you bring up a really interesting point, and we don't share that experience with you. Our daughter does not have a congenital heart defect, but I could only imagine what that would be like. And there's your little baby at the hospital, and then right before you leave, they throw you into a CPR class, and I could imagine that you would want something to go back to later and go, okay, now that you've kind of, the emotions have kind of calmed down, now that you've kind of settled into a routine, you're probably in a better state of mind to even learn that stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, I think so, too. Yeah. A lot of parents, what they do is, they, is they'll purchase their classes. You can buy it as a gift. And so you can actually gift it to somebody, and it sends them an email. And so a lot of parents will buy it for their babysitters. They'll buy it for mm-hmm. grandparents. They'll buy it for people. And most people have taken some sort of CPR class, whether it's in high school or whatever. So it's, it, it's a great gift. I hunted it in Boy Scouts. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. my, my, so, both of, but not infant CPR, just regular yes. CPR. And there's yes. a difference yes. between infant there CPR is. and adult CPR. So I think it's good that you've differentiated that this is for children 12 months of age and younger because yep. those little bodies are much more fragile and you do have to work with them a little bit differently than you would like a 4-year-old yep. child or a 20-year-old. Yep. It's very, very different. The reason we split it up between infant, child, and adult, we have the different classes, but the infant is separate from the child is because we're speaking to parents, and a parent doesn't need to learn the child courses yet. That's just extra information that's going to confuse them. And then they can go back and take the child course when the baby gets a little bit older. I'm so excited that you and Tara have decided to partner with Hearts Unite the Globe to make your program available to our congenital heart defect community. So can you tell our listeners how you found out about us and why you decided to partner with us? Yeah, well, I found you on Google. And um, I was, yes, I found you on Google. I was looking around for just some organizations to partner with, and we have partnered with some other organizations. We love to partner with nonprofits specifically who are serving children or parents of children in some way. And so, yeah, I found you on Google and I saw your website, and I thought Anna and her team might really enjoy and like what we do. And so I just called you out of the blue, I think, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> it really yeah. surprised me. But what a great <laughs> partnership this is going to be because my whole purpose with Hearts Unite the Globe is to empower and educate and enrich people's lives with the programming that we do. And I think that your program is just going to be so beneficial to people. If you save even only one life, think about what a great gift you have given to humanity. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, you know, it's easy to get bogged down in the details. And and every once in a while, Tara and I will step back and we'll remind ourselves, hey, this is what we're doing. And we kind of have this kind of profound moment. Yeah, wow, this is amazing. Like, we're we're teaching people. It's Hey, it's science. There's nothing magical Mm -hmm. about CPR. That's something that I think a lot of parents need to hear. It's just science. It's very, very mechanical. You're basically just manually taking over what the heart does automatically. When you do those chest compressions, you're literally just pumping the heart because the heart's a muscle, and when it pumps, it pushes blood to the rest of the body. And so when you're putting your two fingers between the breastbone and pushing, that's what you're doing. You're literally pushing the blood out. When you're doing the breast, you're oxygenating the blood. So you're basically just taking over the function that the body does. And so there's nothing magical about it. There's nothing, like, weird about it. It's just, it's literally just science. It's such an extremely powerful tool that's been proven over and over and over and over and over. And now that we've built the site, gotten into it, and done the training, I'm a little ashamed that I never even gave it a second thought as a new parent. 
Well, a lot of times necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, until absolutely. something happens to you that you realize how important it is. Well, we need to take another quick commercial break. Don't leave yet because when we get back, we'll talk with Tara and Ryan to see what their plans for their future are and what kind of programs they have available today when we return to Heart to Heart with Anna. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today we are talking with Ryan and Tara Eland about the importance of knowing infant CPR and who should know infant CPR. And I want to thank you both, Tara and Ryan, for coming on Heart to Heart with Anna. I am so hopeful that people who listen to the show will benefit from learning this program and that they'll be able to share the information with others, too, so that we can possibly save a life. Absolutely. That is the goal. That is definitely what we're hoping for. And we're just so happy to have partners like you that we can both help, you know, your audience, but also learn from you and learn what specifically for children with heart defects, what information can we provide to the parents with children that have special needs. I just want to ask one more quick question because our time is almost up, and that is what do you have planned for the future? It looks like you already have the CPR classes for the infant, for the children, and the adults, but Mm -hmm. if I know the two of you, seeing how creative you are, you probably have something else on the horizon. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a great question. For us, we kind of the long-term goal is is we really want to become a a comprehensive resource for emergency medical training for parents. Eventually, we'll hope to expand into first aid. We have AED training, which is automated external defibrillators on the horizon. Then also offering the classes in different languages, Spanish, French, and then partnering with other organizations like yours, Anna. There's organizations out there that would like to partner with us. I'd be happy to send them the details and tell them how that works. 2015, we're hoping to continue to spread the word and grow and help train parents. Oh, this sounds so great, especially the AED training, because most of us have seen the AEDs in the airport and in various other places. You see the boxes, you know they're there, but most normal people don't get the training. So this would be a great way for those of us who do have kids with heart defects who might need that AED to actually know what is supposed to be done with it. So that's Mm -hmm. terrific. And also in other languages, because while my program is all in English, I do have people who listen to it from all over the world, and English may not be their native language, and they might be more comfortable learning the CPR in Spanish or German or Japanese. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that you'll be providing this in the future in other languages is just outstanding. That will enable you to reach even more people. And I know that you are doing a tremendous service to everybody by providing this. I do want to let everybody know that Ryan and Tara have offered this program free of charge to our listeners. So if you go to the Heart to Heart with Anna website or congenitalheartdefects.com or babyheartspress.com, you will see a link to their website, to the infantcpr.com website, and you can take the course. So thank you so much for offering that to my listeners, Tara and Ryan. Absolutely. And just to let this little detail, if they want to take advantage of that, they're going to have to contact you, and then you can contact us with a name that we can set them up for a course. 
That is not a problem. Please contact me. We want to get this information in the hands of those parents who can most utilize it. And that concludes this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. It went so fast. You guys were great. We will have links to the Infant CPR course on the Heart to Heart with Anna website, as I already said. But like Ryan said, if you are interested, shoot me an email. If we're on Facebook and we're Facebook friends, you can PM me, and we'll make sure we get you hooked up. Thank you for listening today. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern Time. And until then, please find and like us on Facebook. Check out our website, hearttoheartwithanna.com, and our Cafe Press Boutique. Follow our radio show. And remember, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna, with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week. Music.